it's good when you first get it. Reheat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? You gotta, I don't even say cold. Yeah, I was just about to say. I was just, because it is not a bad next day pizza Mm-mm. at all. Like you, you can't reheat it because I think it's nasty. That's nasty. That's like, like mm-hmm. a little iffy. But I'll do it. But, but cold. It's, Pete Cold is like, like say you buy it on a Friday night and then you wake up like Saturday morning mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, there's little Caesars in the fridge. Like then that's the move. But you know what's not, we well, you know what pizza is not good the next day or, or leftover pizza is borrows. Yes. It it's is not good it the is next day. So not, it is terrible the next day. I'm like, I literally thought I was crazy because I said, there's no way that pizza slaps this good when it's hot. But when it's cold, I'm like, I hate this pizza. It's insane. Like, are we recording? Yeah. Oh, sick. The sauce is this is our bad. This is a food podcast now. Back to <laughs> back to back. Fucking last week we were talking about. I tried to get us when we're in the, the midst of a, a uh, random yeah. topic. Uh, this is none of this really matters, and uh, enjoy this the rest of this pizza talk. But uh, stick around; the movies will come up. And make sure you rate, <laughs> review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. At Letterbox, we're still waiting Definitely, on that. Definitely, <laughs> I, I email Letterbox, and hopefully, I get a response back. Um, Letterbox, you're dope. I'm about to go review Army of the Dead, mm-hmm. and I'm going to review. Uh, I already reviewed that movie we watched, the Alien, the kid movie with Zoe, with the robots and the weird dog. Oh, Monsters versus the Mitchells. Yeah. Yes. Or Machines versus Mitchells. Isn't that movie hilarious? I haven't seen it, dude. I've it's heard, actually I, really funny. I've seen grown men. I've heard grown men say that is a great. Fucking it is movie. a great movie. I was sitting here. With, I walked past and I said. What, I actually said, what movie is this? Because this is funny. Mm-hmm. The fucking dog in the movie is like, the whole movie, the stuff the dad does, mm-hmm. there's another family they compare themselves to that's like the better. You know how every family has like their counterpart that's like <laughs> you, but like your family, but like stepped up. You're like, yeah. damn, dude. <laughs> You're like, well, this could be us. This could be us, dude. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I, I do want to watch that because like, obviously everyone... I don't want to say everyone's talking about it, but when I do hear people talk about it, they're like, it's fucking great. But anyways, Army of the Dead. We were just, me and Menda were just talking about that with, uh, oh, sick. Um, and I heard that Netflix, or Zack Snyder signed a deal with Netflix that it's going to be like a franchise. What, the Army of the Dead? Yeah. It's going to be like sequel. The, the next movie is going to be a prequel. And uh, they're going to make, like, spinoff movies. Like, they're going to make a movie about the German safe cracker guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it's... I'm excited for it. I'm actually... I'm glad you told me to watch that movie because everything, every... both You and my best friend, Mark, they both said... Y'all both said the first half <laughs> is annoying, but you can get through yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, just... Like, it's not terrible. It's not the worst thing in the world. Right. But it's... Terrible compared to the second half of the movie. It is a. I will say they Zack Snyder put emotion into this movie. There yeah. were parts where I was like, "Yo, I'm about to start fucking crying, dude." Yeah. Like the beginning, the very beginning with the they dropped the crate when mm. they were shutting down, when they were locking in the city. And oh, the, okay. And then yeah, okay. the mom gets the daughter, and then they drop the crate. Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" Like, did you start you, the movie off? Like did, this? did you notice the uh, like the COVID? Yes. Parallels. Oh, that was so. 
you know what I will say? You said it was definitely like a COVID thing. Yeah. But I feel like he only used it in that one scene yeah. with the news. It, it was just that. But it, it wasn't the entire movie, but it was just kind of like that opening when they're trying to explain they're, they're everything. giving you the, like... I think what he did in my... I don't know if there's a word for this in, like, movie cinephile talk. Yeah. Like, where he, like, puts your mind in the mindset of, like, you can, like, connect to the fact yeah. that there's a disease yeah. going on in the real world. But I did... Who did a really good job at that. I'm. This is my first time speaking good about these movies, but the new Star Wars trilogy. Yes. They did a super good job as, like, as the way it's presented. Like, you can even see it in the trailers for, like, The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Where they make the the Empire, like, literally the way they're set up looks like the Nazis. Yes. So it gives you that, like, oh, shit, they're, like, evil, evil mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, that's, like, the same thing of, like, it gives you a sense of, yeah, like. it puts you in the mindset. You're, like. And then what I liked about it is because it wasn't the whole country. It was literally just Las Vegas. Yeah. It wasn't Be- like because the whole... The, and that's how... I, and then, what, not to cut you off, how that reminded me of, like, living here in Arizona. Yeah. And how the rest of, like, the country, like, literally next to us, California, is still going through, like, COVID stuff. Yeah. And I just went to the dispensary that's and they were true. like, dude, you can take that shit off. Like, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> it was yeah. like, I tied, I tied paper towels around my face because I didn't have a mask in the car. <laughs> so I tied paper towels around my face and I walked in. And they were, the dude walked behind me. He was like, hey, man. No, you don't have to do that, right? And I was <laughs> You're like, out here oh, struggling. Yeah, I was like, I was like, don't move too much because it might untie. <laughs> like, and she was like, I said, yeah, I'm sitting here tying paper towel. She, the girl at the counter was like, yeah, I thought that's what that was. She was like, that was a good try, though. You don't have to do that. <laughs> like struggle mask. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I've done that. I've tied a shirt around my face. I put a sock around my face before. Like, I don't think I've ever. I think the worst I've done was just pull my shirt up yeah. and, like, cover it. I think that's the farthest I've went. Because yeah. if it's, like, usually it'll be me, like, fuck it, I don't have a mask. I'm mm-hmm. not going, like, kind of thing. But um, I was going to say about the how it's only in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. What got me, like, at the beginning, I was like, why the fuck do they care about money? Like, it's a, why are they doing a heist mission for mm-hmm. money? It's a fucking zombie apocalypse. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, it's only in this area. There's a... right. You're like, why do you need money in the whole country is fucked up? And then you realize, you're like... And then that kind of puts you in the, the mindset of, like, would I fucking... Yeah. You're talking about... What I mean, Amanda, we're talking about... I was like, we're talking about Las Vegas. Billions of dollars circulate through that place. Yeah. Like, not even daily, like, every 12 hours. There's billions <laughs> yeah. of dollars flowing through Las Vegas. It's like Vegas. its own ecosystem. It literally is its own ecosystem. That's what also made it very, like, cool to watch. You're like, Las Vegas literally has the power, the food, the people to sustain mm-hmm. itself all by itself. And so it, then you imagine zombies, intelligent zombies taking yeah. it over. And they didn't ruin it with the alpha zombies. They did They kind of pulled it off. Like, and the whole... Uh, lo- even, even him having, like, even you getting connection to the alpha. It yeah. was like, oh, wait a minute. You're not some, like, bloodthirsty nut job. Yeah, you're, like, you're actually conscious of, like, yeah. the decisions. Like, you know what you did was fucked up. But you were... I almost felt like how they did for Thanos. You're like... Oh, you're like, oh, shit, so you kind of have a point. Yeah. yeah, like, you were just trying not to be alone in the world. That's why you made zombies. Yeah. Like, and of course, I'm I'm not saying he didn't mean for Las Vegas to take over, but he was just lonely. Yeah. That's all it was. And he was just like, yeah, I'm a, and I hope the prequel, 
I told him, man, I was like, he's, they definitely, throughout the movie, they made sure they showed that he had those dog tags on. Mm-hmm. So he was definitely some type of, like, army dude. Yeah. And I told Amanda, when they were saying, uh, I don't want to spoil too much of the movie, when they were saying, they take him in, they take people in there, and he turns them into alphas. Yeah. I, I was the like. The whole, like, time loop thing. Did yes. you hear about like yeah, but, that, but fucked, that, that fucked that fucked me, me up? And he, oh, when they were doing the montage, I was like, "Is this a fucking time loop?" I was <laughs> like, "I was like, this is just gonna be like the fucking Groundhog Day, yes. like, but zombies." But he was just, I think that was just a fuck with us. It was just yeah. Like, I was like, "Wait, that changes." But there the was whole a whole group. But there, I think they were trying to show the Groundhog like setup of it. Like, yeah, he's done this like four times yeah. before. And everybody keeps fucking dying. That's where there's four safe crackers down here who are dead. Yeah. So it was like, it was like the loop because this dude keeps trying to get people. What I did notice on my second watch, it's a long ass movie, but it on is. my second I watch. I watched it three times already. I did notice, you know how uh, this is a super crazy detail. I don't think it, it, it probably means something because it makes sense to me, but like, I don't know if anyone noticed this. But like, when they have the key, when the girl has the key around, or the guy has the key around his neck. It has the four holes in the key, mm-hmm. and then but when they look at the key on the uh, the dead body, like where the vault is, With it has three, three keys. Yes, and, I noticed that. And too. then and then the safe cracker was like, I shot him three times, and then Matista was like, it was four, and I was like, oh shit, it's, it's a Zack Snyder thing. And I'm like, because Zack Snyder is honest as a person is dope as fuck. You can tell, like, because he want like, I'm glad he's back in the whole zombie world. After doing like a shit ton of movies, but you know he did Dawn of the Dead, and that was like the first zombie movie I ever seen. So him going back into like this zombie like universe is gonna be sick. And I was going to point that out because I liked how at the beginning it was like I'm sure Zombieland got this from Dawn of the Dead, but like the montage with the music at the beginning. Yeah. And if you notice everything. Like how uh, Vegas has those bum when they do the hits, they go bum dun 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 dun, dun. Mm-hmm. and he was doing like people's death as those hits would come. Yeah. So like when the, the parachuter was coming down, and it was like bum 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 bum. Yeah. I like stuff like it that. It was all like edited with the because no, I'm telling you that is one of the hardest <laughs> things to do, mm-hmm. trying to get people to shoot, and then he had that in his mind already, like. Because the dude had to shoot on beat. Yeah. For him to do that, he had to go like, bam, And which bam, is like bam, bam. the way to do, like, what people, you especially see it in music videos. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, bad music videos, you can tell because you need to have a cut on the kick or on, on the beat. Exactly. Like, you can't just cut randomly and you need to do the same thing in movies where if you're playing music and cut just randomly, it just puts you off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're like. And so, but when you do it, like to the beat like in music videos if you change it like when the bass hits or when the kick hits like you notice it like you feel it just like a that was franchise the mm. music video franchise yeah and it's like when you like you just it, if it doesn't happen you notice it but when it does it just feels so like smooth and like mm-hmm. natural mm-hmm. but like that is really cool like how a lot of zombie movies have that like kind of intro where it's like music, a montage, and but uh, did you notice the the get the crew together? Yes, extended like my friend Mark hated that part. He was like, that was so like unnecessary. It was it was so long and like I don't know. It was just weird. I was just like, are you serious? Like, oh, we got a helicopter pilot, we got a safe cracker, we got a guy that's good I think with that guns. Guy was funny. 
she was like, I get my role. Like, you don't have to explain it to me. Like, I get it. Like, it was very... I'm a, obviously the pilot. It's like he knew, like... It's a very meta moment right. of like, oh, like, oh, you need a helicopter pilot? Okay, I'm in. I'm like, I'm like, the helicopter guy, right? Y'all already know. And they were like, you don't need to know details. She's like, $2 million. I don't need to know anything. Yeah, it's like, I don't have shit else going on. And can so. we talk about how... Me and Amanda have talked about characters. Actually, can I bring this up for the podcast? Maybe as a topic. I just wanted to kind of bring this up. Yeah. Because there's... I love apocalyptic movies because I love seeing human nature because those movies always show true human human nature like yeah. you forget that y'all are animals at the end of the day yeah so y'all are going to try to kill each other to eat but the one character in every apocalyptic show or movie yeah that you're just like what the fuck is your fucking problem yeah like what the daughter in army of the dead what mm. the fuck bitch why huh why what happened? Remember she was going back for Gita? Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's a little wild. It's like you're going... <laughs> me and Amanda, we always... We say to each other all the time, we're like, if you get bit, I'm shooting you. <laughs> I love you. I love you, bang. Because <laughs> these people... Every movie, there's like fucking... There's a, there's a show called The Strain Everyone on FX. There's like five seasons of it. Yeah. Literally one through five, I hated his son. Yeah, yeah, like I hope he fucking died. I literally hope you fucking die. And he's like eight. And every and a lot of the stuff that happens is his fucking fault. There's one scene. Nobody's gonna watch the fucking show. There's one scene. (laughs) There's one person out there like, don't fucking spoil it. Yeah, there's fucking they're vampires, but they're like the vampires from Blade Two with the tongue that comes out, so their mouth opens. Can you write down Blade? Just, I have something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> you right. They have their mouth open up at the bottom and their tongue comes out and it has that thing. Remember in Blade 2, it was like, that's how you pass the oh, yeah, virus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally the same exact type of vampire. Mm-hmm. But then there's like ancient vampires. So there's like five of them, whatever have you. Yeah. But so in the show, there's like this, they're taking over New York City, which is kind of like Army of the Dead. They don't want to take over the whole world. They just yeah. try to take over New York City. Yeah. And they actually get pretty fucking far into it. They put New York City in like a, state of emergency oh, so okay. uh the kid is, is this like a pop oh shit is this like a popular show i think at the time it was it's pretty oh i think at the time it was really popular and but it uh but the guy is an epidemiologist is an epidemiologist and he's divorced from his wife because he's addicted to work blah, yeah blah, blah, blah. one of those yeah <laughs> so they're divorced and the wife hates him and he's this person you cheated on me blah 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 yeah yeah anywho <laughs> The son, the mom gets turned, okay. and the son sees her because the main guy, there's like a main bad guy. Yeah. It's like a hive mind thing. So uh-huh. the the bad, the main bad guy can see whatever the little vampires, the, the underlings, he can see whatever they see. Okay. And he can speak through them. What the fuck? So it's actually like... There's like an intelligence. It's like a supernatural type. Oh, yeah. It's definitely like supernatural. But they make it way. It's supernatural, but he's an epidemiologist. He's like, I don't believe in that shit. I believe oh. in science. Oh, so okay, it's like okay. there's a scientific way to beat them. Okay. So he's that type of guy. And uh, so the main guy, he turns the wife and he can see through her. So he starts speaking through her. And he's like, come on. What's the son's name? Billy or Zach or some Zach. shit like that? Zach. 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 
She's like, come out here, Zach. And they're like in a, because this is like the four seasons. They're like in a lockdown. They're like, we're fighting vampires every, like they're in the, this is our crew. Yeah. We fight vampire stage. Okay. They're already in like. Like they're this, just like, fuck it. We're already in it. This like, is this it. <laughs> we're in it now at this point. There's no, this is like, what we no, do. No denying. <laughs> we're at the point where it's like, okay. Because they're like the first season is like, I don't believe in vampires. It's like we've accepted that this yes. is happening. Yes. And now, now he's this... like, we need to turn this around and try to fight back <laughs> against them. Yeah. This little bitch opens the door for his mother. Oh. Oh, yeah. He's, this little he looks hateable. opens the door for his fucking mom. Mm-hmm. Comes in, kills two people. Fucks up and they're making like an antivirus that makes the thing sick. Fuck up the whole lab. And now he... And then... And it's the that season, for like five seasons. And then the fifth season, he goes and lives with the main vampire guy. The kid? Yes! He's like, my mom is taking care of me. That's still my mom. He's that type of kid. Uh, Those people in the zombie movies the are like, that's still here. my mom. It's like... You're fucking nah. bitch. I would have shot Zach. Hey, wait, where's the dad at? He the, was shot. He was trying so hard. But Zach literally kept ignoring him. He was like, Dad, that's mom. You don't know what you're talking about. He's like, that's not your fucking mom anymore. <laughs> he was literally sat there for like a whole season. He was mad at his dad because he didn't save mom. Oh, get the fuck out of there's here. There's literally, at this point, there's like 10,000 vampires. The city's <laughs> getting overrun. And he's like, that's still my mom. No, kill the kid. Kill the kill fucking the kid. kid. So I, wanted, I hate that character. Is there a character... Like description for that in movies, like the character, you're like, what the? Yeah, it's like, like what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Like what? And Gita is like, you're one person who has kids. She's like, she has children. It's like, yeah, so the fuck does nah. everybody else? <laughs> right. Your literal dad has you as a child, and you're trying to save this one person in a sea of so undead. Everyone else has kids, and like they're cool, but it's just this little piece of this shit. This little fucking, <laughs> and they're like, Gita's so fucking special because <laughs> she has to get saved. And now because of the daughter, people get fucked up. I'm not going to say people get fucked up because of the daughter. And it is all her fault. Literally nobody else's fault. Because I'm, I'm trying to think of like what other characters are like that in movies. Or especially Every like, a, zombie like movie, apocalyptic movies where it's just like, yo, the, what the There's fuck? always the one guy or like the movies where there's bad guys and there's always the one guy. You're like, yeah, man, come over this side. We'll give you this. And they're like, yeah, guys, you're going to give us this. Like, like fucking Eve and the Apple is like that set up all the yeah. time where it's like the bad guy says, I'll give you this if you come out here and tell me about your team. Yeah. And then it just flips around. It's like, yeah, idiot. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? It's always the weak-minded one. Yeah, yeah. Pick. Always the weak-minded one. Yeah. So, but, ba- but, and so, like, is there a character description for that type of... A little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the script description? The I, little bitch. You play a little bitch in the movie. <laughs> I don't know. I know exactly what you're talking about, though, where it's just kind of like, like, what the there's, fuck? Even in heist movies, it's like... Like, there's a, there's almost, like, a play on, like, 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 I guess on that in Dog Day Afternoon. Where it's literally they're so like up, up, like upfront about it. Where like beginning of the movie they're about to rob the bank, and literally they walk in with guns into the bank, and then one of the guys is like, "Nope, I'm going home. I'm out," and leaves. And he was like, "I'm gonna go home." It was like I'm done. But he was like he such walks a in? <laughs> yeah. He walks in with the gun and everything. He's like, "I'm scared," and then gives him the gun and leaves. And I'm just. <laughs> 
and like literally, <laughs> that I was is hilarious. And I was like, and it's like a, I think it came out in like 1976, and I'm like, that's so ahead of its time. That's insane to me. Hilarious that somebody thought of that in the 70s. Hilarious. I think it's crazy when there's like, like insanely good concepts for movies that came out in like the 50s and 60s and 70s and shit like that. Like, like how much detail come, because you know when you think about movies in the 70s, it's a lot of like. You know they have Rocky too, mm-hmm. and it's like not even that crazy of an it's idea. Like their black exploitation are like not over the top, but like or just like action, like yeah, easy to watch, like that. Because that's when Hollywood was like crazy, like going crazy. I mean, not real, not early seventies. It's late more 70s. late seventies. That's when technology started. All of eighties. The technology, just music, and let's say I was telling we were talking about this with the eighties, like. The, but like, well, we were talking about the last podcast how the beginning of the '80s, like late '70s, early '80s. Yeah, I think, well, I think a lot we touched. Of shit, like, yeah, changed. we touched on that. Yeah, like music because games, it was like that for like the late '60s, and then like Sharon Tate died, and mm-hmm. then that's like considered the day Hollywood died. So like, if you watch movies like early '70s, it's very like dark and like quiet, and, like sl- people would say slow, boring movies. But then once like it picked up in the late '80s, and then I mean late '70s and all of the '80s. Like, the movies are, like, action-packed. Like, 80s are my f- favorite action movies. Action? Any sci-fi movie or action movie from the 80s are my favorite. My All of them are good. F- I think my favorite action movie, I can't think of any off the top of my head except for, like, Mission Impossible 3. That's my shit. Mission Impossible 3 with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. It is insane. That scene forever in my head with him and the wife. Yeah, yeah, and the, like even one of the best monologues to ever exist. Insane, and it's the opening scene. One of the best monologues to ever. It is insane. It's one of those you know those movies where it's like the main character, uh, like is about to die yes. in the very beginning. It's that mm-hmm. in Mission Impossible Three, mm-hmm. where like, but then but Philip Seymour Hoffman, I feel like he's underrated or underappreciated. I should yeah, say, I'm about like to say underappreciated. R.I.P. Because and and then the whole I don't know it's just every movie I see Philip Seymour Hoffman in he fucking kills it mm-hmm. and it's just it's just like people don't fucking realize how even when he's funny yeah like he was in a uh, Punch Drunk Love and it, he is hilarious in that movie he's the guy who did the Make It Rain Rain Dance when he's <laughs> playing basketball yeah. with Adam Sandler like and like. Uh, that scene became so iconic with basketball. Like, there's never been, like, a white dude who's made a scene like yeah. that where you black kids go to the park and they start singing shit. You go, rain this! Make it rain! <laughs> like... Who, what movies is Philip Seymour Hoffman in? Are you looking that up, Minda? Because yep. I know he's in, obviously, Punch Drunk Love. He's in The Master. Mm-hmm. The Master. Capote. Capote. He's in uh, Doubt. Right? Uh... He's in doubt with Meryl uh, Streep. Uh, I can't think of it. Coen Brothers movie. Big Lebowski. Oh, he is funny in that one, yeah. too. Where the girl's like, he's in Boogie Nights. He's gay in Boogie Nights. He tries to, he's like, in the the part in uh, Boogie Nights where he he tells Mark Wahlberg, he's like, come come take a look at my new car that I bought. And then, and then Mark Wahlberg's all looking at it and shit. And he's like, I'm so like I'm so glad you're my friend. You're so nice, and he tries to go in and kiss him. Mark Wahlberg's like, "Yo, what the fuck, bro? What the fuck are you doing?" And it, but in, in Philip Seymour Hoffman, he's all like gay and like shy. It's fucking hilarious, bro. I just watched Boogie Nights like two weeks Mark ago. Mark Wahlberg is in the new uh, Joiner Lucas video. 
I don't listen to Jordan Lucas. No, I don't either. <laughs> I like that song Zim Zimba. It's his one of his like newest hits. Mark Wahlberg is in the music in the video. Why? Because uh, Jordan Lucas is from Boston. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Uh, Mark Wahlberg and George Lopez are in the video. What the fuck? And both are hilarious. Definitely gonna watch it after the podcast. That's a weird combination. When you watch the video, you're gonna be like, "That was good," because <laughs> George Lopez and Mark Mark Wahlberg is funny in the video. You know, Mark Wahlberg actually said he uh, regrets make because he's like Christian now. Like he has, he's a super religious person now. He regrets making Boogie Nights or being in Boogie Nights. Or he said some shit like, I hope, or like when I go to heaven, whatever, I hope God forgives me for ma- being in Boogie Nights. He said that? When? Yeah. Recently? A couple years ago, maybe. But. I never trust anything Hollywood people say. Like, I always think it's a publicity stunt. I, I think Boogie Nights is his best role ever. That's his only good role that I can think of. Yeah, because he can't act. Mark Wahlberg and Boogie Nights is a crazy good performance. And that's what I feel like that's what made him famous. He should be thankful he made Boogie Nights. What what made him famous after that? Cuz I can't remember anything uh Ted. <laughs> or no, he was in uh The Departed. Yeah, he was in that. He was in some uh he was in a lot of stuff. Yeah. But Fear. It's like he's not yeah, he memorable in, in any roles. Like I like those movies, but he's not memorable in those roles. I think Planet of the Apes was like That's what made him Hollywood Hollywood. Yeah. But Boogie Nights made him like The Perfect Storm. They made him a sex symbol, I'm sure. Invincible for sure. Oh, Invincible. Invincible, that put him yeah, that put him there. That put him there. Rockstar? Rockstar. Yeah. I Yeah, I do remember that. He was good in that too. I th- I'm thinking. Oh, he was Max Payne, right? He was Max Payne. Ooh, I mean, Max he had Payne. some roles. Nothing. But he's not. Nothing. Mem- it's not memorable. Yeah, nothing to blow him up, or it's like iconic. He's, I mean, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights was iconic, but it's hard to be a consistent four star. Yeah, not or three and a half star. Mark it's Wal- hard to do that. Mark Wahlberg as an actor, scale of one to ten, like a five. It's hard to be a five the whole time. Yeah, for twenty five years to be a five in Hollywood is pretty difficult. Yeah, Boogie Nights. That that was that came from that. Uh, that's what the uh, the whole you know the Calvin Klein model. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what made it. he was in Four Brothers. Oh yeah, Oof, me, that's his best movie. That let me, is his best. Let movie. me take back that. Let me. T- he was in The Happening. Two Guns was good, but uh, The Happening. That was a that was an awful. Movie. That was a that wasn't a good movie. That was at all. his like that was his one and, star movie, and that wasn't. Fucking Mark M. Wahlberg. Night yeah, that wasn't Mark Wahlberg's fault, I was going to no, say. Fucking M. Night Shyamalan. He <laughs> lost a lot of respect the, after that movie. Good thing you brought up M. Night. Good thing we brought up The Happening. M. Night Shyamalan's coming out with a new movie called Old, and I watched the trailer, and I'm not excited for it. M. Night Shyamalan's fallen off. He, what the fuck is his problem? Like, he, he, he's like, oh, I made Sixth Sense. You could watch the rest of my movies. And it's like, you had. Like two good movies. What movie? Look up M Night Shyamalan. No, he did a uh, Glass. That I, whole trilogy. I fuck with Split. Just Split. That's it. That's because of James McAvoy. He killed that right. shit. Jesus, that man can fucking act. You know what movie I I I I really hate, but I like at the same time is Signs. <sighs> I hate the. Thank you. I hate the twist at the end. The, oh, it's. Uh, I mean, fucking sport. I yeah. think everyone knows this. That's insane. 
Yeah. So science, water. water. Are you fucking kidding me right what now? What kind of being isn't based on water in the world? Every single being we see in every movie is slimy. So they have to have some kind of fucking H2O. <laughs> you think of Alien? They're like gooey. Yeah, they always are shiny of some sort. He made nothing else besides Six Sense. He made that stupid ass After Earth with Will Smith and Jaden Smith. That was him? That was him. My shot. Fucking terrible movie. Awful movie. M. Night Shyamalan does not deserve the credit he gets. He's an awful sci-fi. I mean, he killed it. I think it's just Sixth Sense. Sci-fi is his worst. Supernatural is his worst. The Happening was literally one of the worst attempts at saying that you need to stop polluting ever. (laughs) That was one of the worst, like, subtle trying to get people to change their mind about the world. I haven't seen Glass, the new one. I haven't seen that one. I remember seeing Split. Split, that was like 2017, right? No, 2016. 2016. That's when I started getting into film. Like, Unbreakable is a... That's the first one. It's like Sixth Sense, but... Superheroes. <laughs> yeah. And now that, you, now, now that I know that that was him... Well, not that I know, but now that I'm like thinking about the cinematography of it... Yeah. Like, it was... It's the same vibe. It's very similar. Like... And I actually didn't like that about Unbreakable because for the longest I had no idea it was a superhero movie. When mm-hmm. I was a kid, I didn't know it was a, I didn't know it was a superhero movie until Split came out. Me too. <laughs> I said, "Wait a minute. He had super strength?" I was like, "That's what?" And then I went back and watched it and I was like, "Oh, that's what the whole bench pressing thing was about." Yeah, me in 2016, that's when I started getting into film. Mm-hmm. So, and then Split came out, and everyone was talking about it, and I watched it. And I was like, this is a really... I mean, obviously, James McAvoy fucking killed it. But, like, that's what, like... that's The one, scene with the psychologist? Yeah, that's one of the movies that, like, got me more and more, like, into, like, new film and shit. But I kind of like Split because... I liked it because it seemed like he was... He didn't let you know. It was kind of like Unbreakable when he didn't let you know it was a superhero-esque movie. Yeah. You thought he was just crazy. Yeah, I mean, he is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But he's crazy. I mean, he's... Actually, only one of the personalities has powers. Yeah. The rest of them don't. The I forgot there was like a name for... The Beast. The Beast, yeah. And it was just a really good acting performance and Anya Taylor-Joy is also in it and she does really good as, yeah. as the main That's girl. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's always good in any movie she's in. And, and she's cute. She's really fucking cute. Yeah. But... Fucking, uh, you know uh, who does another really good act of multiple personality is uh, Diane Guerrero from, from Orange, Orange is the, the New Black. Black. She plays uh, this chick named Crazy Jane or something like that in the show... Um, Doom Patrol. It's a DC show. I've heard of that. It's, a, it's pretty all right. It's DC. Don't say awesome. It's, it's DC. For, for what it is, yeah. Yes. For, and because they can cuss in it. It's only on DC oh, Universe. Okay. So they be cussing it. So it's funny. Brendan Fraser's in it. Fucking, uh, it's a pretty star studded cast. Whoa, whoa. Brendan Fraser? Yeah. His he's voice. still He's still making shit? Yeah, Brendan Fraser's voice is in it. He plays a robot. Mm. He has faces. Oh yeah, a couple oh, times. Old. Yeah, he's in it. Some just Brendan show. Fraser, but Diane Guerrero plays a a chick where all of her multiple personalities do have a power. 
but she goes in and out of them for one. There's one episode where she's the main character. Like, there's no other characters the whole episode. Mm-hmm. I had no idea I was watching her the entire time. Yeah, fucking Brendan Fraser hasn't made. Sh- I mean, he has obviously has been making shit, but him and like Airheads. And, and, like, The Mummy. Mm-hmm. My brother fucking loves The Mummy, dude. It's insane how much he likes that movie. That movie, when you talk about Blockbuster, back when that was a thing, yeah. he that was... shit brought... I'm telling you, Nate. <laughs> and you know what's crazy is when that movie came out, I, ju- I went to Universal Studios shortly after it came out. Yeah. So we got, like, plates, cups. <laughs> there was that when the ride first started. Mm-hmm. So it was, like... What the, year was that? Uh, the Mummy. Hey Siri, <laughs> what year did The Mummy come out? Which one? 1999. 1999. I mean, that's prime blockbuster prime. years right there. Between that's that's, be- uh, nine, that's 96 and 2000. That's like the some of the biggest movies in the world came out. Independence Day. Fucking. The Mummy. The Matrix. The Matrix. Uh, fuck. I mean, I know some deep cut movies, but... <laughs> and if it wasn't, if it didn't come out in between there, it was being filmed like, in those like times. Mag- like Magno- Fast and Furious. Yeah, they were Star being Wars, filmed during Phantom that Menace. Like, and, that, and it showed in the later 2000, like 2004, 2005. Star Wars Phantom Menace came out in 99. Saw, Twilight. Saw! Saw. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. Harry Potter. You said Twilight. What is this for 2000s? Yeah. We said oh, 96, 99. 96 uh, to 2000. Late 90s. Look up late 90s blockbusters. Yeah. Watch these bangers pop up. There's going to be shit. I'm going to be like, I completely forgot about that fucking movie. I know, Mac. I'll, I'll say the deep cuts for the Cinephile. I know Eyes Wide Shut, Stanley Kubrick's movie. Last. Stanley Kubrick's last movie came out. Magnolia came out. Fucking. Uh, uh, I forgot. Home Alone, Jurassic Park, Titanic. Whoa, whoa. Home Alone? Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park came out like 94, right? This is Doubtfire. Or 96. Or 97. Mrs. Doubtfire? Slapper. The Matrix, Saving Private Ryan. Oh! oh. Not Saving Private Ryan! Wait, wait, wait. So if you're talking late 90s, you're just talking Steven Spielberg. Right. You're talking about Bang. You're you're talking Bird. about you're talking about sh- you're talking about Schindler's List. You're talking Men in Black. You're talking about Men in Black. Fucking Men in Black, dude. Uh, pretty, uh, pretty Woman. You're talking about you're talking about Toy Story two. Star Wars: Phantom Menace. Right. Mission Impossible. Didn't Star Wars come out in ninety? Uh, no, Toy, Toy Story come out in ninety six. That was the beginning of Pixar. Was like 95, 96. Yeah, 95, the first one came out. It was like Pixar, like, oh, the first, the first 100% animated movie was Toy Story. And they changed the game. Murdered it. They changed the game with animated movies. It came out in 95. They said they started making it, like, late 89. That's insane, dude. Because technology back then, I have to, you have to think about rendering. Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, my God. Clerks? Are you fucking kidding me, dude? I'm so blessed to be in What year did Chasing Amy came out? Uh, That's probably early 2000s, yeah. If Chasing Amy came out, I wish. 97. Oh. 
I wish I was like 17 in like 1996. I always think that. I wish I was a teenager in the 90s. That'd be insane. That's why people who were born in like the early 80s are, that's the best generation. That's what they're like, you know, the 90s is ours. You're not a 90s baby. I'm a 90s baby because I was born. But 90s babies in the sense of culture is people who were born in the, like my sister. Mm-hmm. She was a teen, like eight, between eight and 18 was her fucking... Because I was born in 90. What year did Big Daddy come out? Billy Madison came out in like 96. 95. 95. So Big Daddy had to come out. That was Adam Sandler. Big Daddy came out in 99. You know what's a slept... What, look at when Bulletproof came out. That's a slept on movie. I just passed by that on some streaming service. I just passed by Bulletproof. With Damon Wayans and Adam Sandler? What year did the last Boy Scout come out? We're just having men to fucking go right. off on this Google right, right. now. <laughs> the fucking listeners are like, these motherfuckers going to Google the whole time? What year did the last Boy Scout? 91. Oh, that's early 90s. What about Lawrence Fishburne? Look up Lawrence Fishburne movies. <laughs> Larry. I want to... I wanna. Back when he was called Larry. My first son is going to be named Lawrence. So why did you... That's pretty cool. That's pretty fucking cool. Uh, why did you want to bring up Blade earlier? You split Oh, okay, okay. Thank God you brought that up. What yes. year did Blade come out? That is my <laughs> that is my job. Um, I there was this dude. I heard these two guys talking. Someone brought up. Oh, we me and one guy were talking about waiting, and like we referenced. Mm-hmm. He made a reference to waiting, and I was like, "Holy shit, you saw waiting!" And then so, and he was like, "Oh yeah, ninety eight Blade came out." Fire. The, year, the year I became a Marvel fan. <laughs> Mahershala Ali, he's going to be in the remake. That's going to be sick. It's going to be in the MCU, right? Yeah. That's going to be so sick. But anyways, we brought up Ryan Reynolds, and then some other dude came up. I'm trying to leave out names. and shit. But uh, he was like, oh, uh, Ryan Reynolds? His go-to, like, the first... The first Ryan Reynolds movie. He didn't say Deadpool. He said Blade. He Trinity. said Blade Trinity. <laughs> he said Blade. Trinity. He was like Ryan Reynolds, the guy from Blade Trinity, and I was like, wait, no other movie <laughs> in the past ten years. He could he think of Ryan Reynolds? Wait, he didn't even say the proposal. The proposal. <laughs> like, Fuck you. It, what's the movie where he's fat at the beginning? He he said oh he was God. like. He was because we were talking about waiting. He didn't even say waiting. He was like, "Oh, Blade Trinity." I was like, I had to stop the conversation and be like, "Dog, was your is your go to Ryan Reynolds movie Blade Trinity?" Let me tell you this: for about six years, it was my go to Ryan Reynolds movie. Okay. I was like, talking about Ryan Reynolds from Blade Trinity <laughs> because he was so fucking funny in that movie. Because Blade was so fucking serious the mm-hmm. entire time. And then you and then it was still serious, but then you bring this dude who's really just annoying the shit out of Blade. Yeah. Because he just talks the whole He's like Deadpool. Fucking, <laughs> yes. He has literally been Deadpool for 20 years. That's why I was like, oh, that's a perfect cast. He's the perfect Deadpool. Because I, like, I remember we, what was that movie where he was like Deadpool but not Deadpool yet? You know what I'm talking about? Wolverine. Wolverine. X-Men a, Origins. X-Men Origins. He was Deadpool, but... That was, that was my favorite one. Because they showed, like, his brother and them fighting in all the, like, Civil mm-hmm. War, World War II. It let you know how old they were. And they were, like... And then it showed all the characters. Like, it showed Gambit and it showed, like, literally the origins yes. of X-Men. Was also I think we shouldn't... 
He even says in Deadpool, he's like, don't we talk don't about we that. don't talk about Green Lantern. He was like, <laughs> the fact that Ryan Reynolds makes fun of himself in real life, yeah, is why he's so special. Yeah, like, and his wife is fucking smoking. Hot. Who's Blake Lively? Oh shit, that's his. That's his wifey. That's his wife. He's also married to Scarlett Johansson. So. <sighs> he hit it. Scarlett like Johansson. <laughs> I'm gonna say she doesn't get the. She is bad, but she's actually really. Scarlett act. Johansson is one of the best female actresses actors of all time. Right. And I was be- like female actress. <laughs> that's very redundant. Right. Isn't but <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's one of the best female actors of all time. Like of all time. She like in Ghost World. Don't get me even started on like. Because she was in Under the Skin. She was in that one Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. I was trying to figure it out. I wanted to say Ion Flux. I was like, that's not it. Ghost in the Shell. She was in Jojo Rabbit. If you watch Jojo Rabbit, she fucking kills it. She's also... Look up Scarlett Johansson movies. <laughs> and then uh, Lucy. She was in Lucy. The movie with... Uh, what's the dude? I mean, she's also Black Widow. Was it Dom? We... What's that movie? Dom, the Don? She's in that oh, movie, The yeah, Don, yeah, yeah. with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Levitt. Mm-hmm. She's 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 also about to have her own Black Widow movie, yes. which I'm very excited for. Did that already come out? Fuck no! They keep pushing it back. Oh, it wait was, a minute! It was supposed to come out in yeah, May. Yeah, it was supposed to be May. I think they pushed it back to July. That's fucking whack. I'm trying to see Black Widow. Don't nobody want to fucking see it no more. Oh, July 9th. I don't want to fucking July see it no 9th? more. July 9th? I don't want to fucking that see it That shit was anymore. supposed to be out like last week. Yeah, I don't fucking care, dude. It's not... And watch it suck. All right. These Scarlett Johansson movies. I already named like half of them. They're yeah. trash. Oh, Don John. Don John? Don John. That was... Lost in Translation. That was... Lost in Translation? That's Sofia Coppola, by the way. She was in Sing. She was one of the... Oh. Iron Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She can sing. Didn't we see a movie where she was singing? Oh, and she was the voice for her and her? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Lucy 2 going to come out? It is? Or it's like a, I guess it's a rumor. There's you no de- that? There's no description on it. It just says Lucy 2. You can't have a 2 of Lucy. If you've seen <laughs> Lucy, you know there's no way to have a 2. <laughs> she was in The Prestige? Mm-hmm. Dang. I'm just going to give flowers to... Scarlett Johansson, real quick. Her parents are like super, like great, like Ghost super World famous Ghost producers. Nah. With the SATs. Oh yeah, she was in that movie. <laughs> I love the Perfect Score. Ghost World, to be honest, is probably one of my favorite movies ever. I love movie. I love when movies do that. Honestly, I like when movies go in competition. Like when there's triple of the same movie, like Ion Flux, Ghost in the Shell. And like do sex, and then it when was there, like when there's like Armageddon, Deep Impact. I love like Bugs Life and Ants. I love when that when happens. there was when there was like uh, Penguins of Madagascar, Happy Feet, yes. and Surfs Up. It's like fight for my fucking money, fight for it. <laughs> and it, when they had Observe and Report and Paul Blart Mall Cop, uh, yeah. And it's like hands down wins. That's under that's underrated. When I say. I used to, we watched that movie every night for like three months <laughs> because I would cry laughing at Observing Report. He's absurd in that movie. She's like, Whoa. she's like, move your foot, move your foot. And then fucking, what's his name? Patton Oswalt. He's like, you keep your foot 
<laughs> walkway. <laughs> My dick is brown, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> Literally, that like one of the most quotable movies ever. You're like, fuck you, Ronnie. Fuck you, Ronnie. <laughs> Fucking Michael Pena. Michael Pena kills it in Observer Report. I love. He's such a good actor, like serious and funny. Because, uh, like, I remember watching an interview with Michael Pena, and he was saying that Observe and Report really made him, like, big in the Hollywood world. Not, like, in the yeah. world. Mm-hmm. But, like, as far as, like, in production companies. Because they let, it let you know that he had range. Because mm-hmm. he was hilarious he was, yeah. in that movie. He, he pretty much killed it. But, He's uh, like, did I rob this motherfucker blind? <laughs> 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 I'm trying to watch that movie again, dude. I'm, uh, we had that shit on DVD for the longest. And him and Ant Man, he said yes. Yes. <laughs> he does the bleak at the end, and that shit is so funny to yeah, me. My dad died. My mom got deported. Girl left me. <laughs> but I got the van though. <laughs> and he was like, "Then what'd she say?" She, she said, said yes. yes. <laughs> and then the fucking cut like that. I literally look. That's up. why I'm excited for number three. Fucking oh, dude! I'm excited. End of what? Oh. Oh my god. Shout out to Angelo for paying me to make an end of watch poster. Because that because that end of watch movie, my fucking too fucking god. much, bro. It's too fucking much. Literally will have that's a literally will have you in tears. That's the only movie where they did the like body cam shit. Yeah. Amazing. It's insane. I mean David Ayer like that's the same uh, uh, director as a uh, the Jake Gyllenhaal, the, the ta- of course. The tax collector. You know, nothing slept on Jake Gyllenhaal movie. What's the one? Where, what is it called? Repeat. Enemy. No, is it? With the one where he kept going through the same trying to stop a terrorist attack, and they kept Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Look up Jake Gyllenhaal movies. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck. He was in Nightcrawler. He was an enemy. He was in fucking Jarhead. He source was code. Source, code. source code. He was Have in, you seen that? He was in Zodiac. No, you gotta see Source Code. He was great in that movie. I fucking Menda, great twist at the end too. Menda knows that I was on a Jake Gyllenhaal run for like two months, watching nothing but Jake Gyllenhaal movies. Fucking Brokeback Mountain. I was watching Nightcrawler. I was what? What? What else is there? He was fucking Mysterio. Bubble Boy. Velvet Buzzsaw. Fucking Velvet Buzzsaw was I was so happy really to good. see him in the MCU. Because Jake Gyllenhaal deserved There's certain actors where I'm like, Everett. why he was in aren't Brothers, you in the MCU? Jarhead. Enemy. Enemy is his best movie, by the way. For no one, He was in Love and Other Drugs. I saw Prince of Persia in theaters. Wasn't that movie terrible? It was terrible. I was 10 years old. <laughs> that was the beginning of the cancel culture. Because they were like, why the fuck is this white dude <laughs> playing a guy from Arabia? Mm-hmm. Uh, Prisoners? Great fucking... That's, I don't know any of those movies. Those are all probably Are you serious? My, those are probably all outside of my, I mean, Jarhead, of course. And fuck what about that. Donnie Darko? I've seen it, yeah. Nightcrawler? I don't know if I've seen that. The one dude, Nightcrawler, he's a fucking savage in that one. Like, what's that? What's the describe it? I've probably seen it. He's a uh, he's like a news reporter. He's the one where he'll uh, he like there is a scene in the movie where he witnesses a murder, 
and he like he's recording it on his thing and then he goes into the house and records the dead body and he's but basically he just gets footage of like crimes happening or or emergencies and he sells it to the news to get money and so but there's scenes where like a, a person's burning in their car and the car explodes and he's not saving them he's just recording it and he'll sell it to the news to make money Ooh, that sounds like a like a dive into current culture now. And that came out in 2014, Brokeback Mountain. Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal, like people who who are just like, oh, that's fucking gay, bro. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Like three scenes. That's the that's my same problem. There's only one gay sex scene, and then there's like, and it's not even gay sex. It's just like the shadows in the tent. It's not even like gay sex. It's just like get the fuck. You see, like the movement. But you do see them, like, kissing, like, beforehand. They are, like, rubbing on each other. Yeah, and it's like... But if you... I mean, uh, considering the time it came out, 2005, the whole... That was bold. That's very bold. That was bold. I think there were, like, Christian people trying to get that movie taken out of Yeah, people had a problem with that movie. They were protesting that movie. They were like, you're trying to... Especially Republicans, they're like... They're fucking cowboys. Yeah, and that's, that's the point. That's, like, why they did it. But it's just like way like we said like 2005. You made that movie. That movie. But to be honest, that movie made now would not work. No. That'd be like why the fuck? Like what's the point of this? Like kind of thing. It would actually probably get canceled. But Brokeback Mountain in 2000. I mean Brokeback Mountain and just in general, such a good movie. I just think the name was hilarious because of the connotation to gay. It yeah. was like y'all kind of should have known that. Yeah. You guys should have known. Brokeback. Yeah. Come, like, on, come now. on, guys. You that's a known. that's a little immature. Dude, that marketing <laughs> department really dropped the ball on that one. Y'all could have named it anything else. Literally anything else. The journey up the mountain, motherfucking beyond friendship, anything. Or just I would have called it insecurity. Anything. Just something like that. Something simple. Which bring which brings the me love to within. Some shit like that. Love Mountain. Let's just call it Love, love Mountain. mountain. Cause that's what they go to meet up. <laughs> like, come on, broke back. Come, like you're, come on now. It was <laughs> almost as if you did it on purpose. <sighs> <It's what it's, laughs> Anywho, I was just like, <laughs> yeah. But there, what I th- thinking about like one word movies like titles. I actually hate those because they're so forgettable. HBO. Has a sec- it's terrible. I this literally got me mad while I was looking for a movie. I was on HBO Max, and it said the the name of like the category was like all in one word, and it was literally a list of movies where it's one word. where it's one word titles. And I'm like, what is the point of this? Was pushing there? None of these. I don't know. It should have been. <laughs> <laughs> all of these movies have nothing to do with each other except for the title. And it's like, this would be a cool Instagram post yeah. where it's like good movies. But that's with. exactly what it is. That's exactly what streaming services are now. B- but it's like, why They're are you... hashtagging. Put- like, like, why are you making these movies that have nothing to do with, like... You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, just because it has one word. It's like, you're. this isn't even... This could be I'm anything. I'm not going to lie. That's something I would do. But it's like out of a trolling, like... Yeah. If I worked at HBO and it was like, you're a part of programming, I would do something like that because I recorded my podcast with my brother-in-law and we named all these movies off and they were all one words. I noticed that as you were naming them off, I was mm. like, it's a, Jake Gyllenhaal has a lot of one word movies underneath it. Nightcrawler. Joke. Jarhead. Nightcrawler. Enemy. Prisoners. Or there's a Damn. I yeah. didn't even fucking. You, know, you noticed that? Like, 
like I was like they're all like one word. I I don't like putting movies like because oh, one I'll just this, what made me think of this is that like Netflix their categorizing sucks terrible. It is like though you'll go through comedy and it'll have this like serious like it'll have end of watch in there and it's like yo what the fuck I I thought I was on I was like because there's some parts in there that you chuckle and it's like or it has like in horror it has a haunted house the the, the Marlon Wayans movie I'm like that is literally not. It's, it's like, like what do you close to a horror movie? But so, but I just hate just the idea of genres. Like I'm just like the more and more I watch like a lot of movies like over the past like two years, it's just been like, what's the point of genres? Because like I was like I, I get it if it's like western or mm-hmm. or or horror, but even like with horror, it's like, is it really? I horror think that's or? the. I think I will say as a person as like we like to uh show the parallels between me- just the all the arts in music people are asking that question yeah but i had to you need genres to get you a starting point mm-hmm. genres are are simply to me they're just a culmination of uh, 200 300 years worth of art especially in music I, okay so they had you had to categorize it because you're like Okay, well, these people are playing blues yeah. because there's a blue scale, and then there's a classical scale. Then there's all these like things. Yeah. But now, what our job is is to like, I kind of make it go full circle and like get rid of that again and be like, this is all art. Mm-hmm. You do need it as a starting point, though. Like I do hip hop, but when you hear Battle at the Marriott on my album, yeah, it's like you're like. Why Rob this is like it? dancing like literally like. all of my projects will have songs like that where you're like I'm trying to show off the fact that there are no genres anymore because yeah. there's people who call me and they're like I want a trap beat so I send them what I think is a trap yeah. beat and then they're like well that's not what I was they're thinking money bag yo and I'm like <laughs> yeah. I don't do that trap to me just means that it's between this BPM and this BPM Yeah, and I use fast hi-hats yeah. and I can put it you literally like it. break it down to like traits of uh, a trap Beat. Hey, and that's what movies That's what movies, because how I say, I mean, that's, the, I guess, with an audiophile and a cinephile, like, when I think of a movie and I say, when people hear me say Big Lebowski is a Western, they're like, huh, I guess it, but like, you know, people who think of a Western, they think of the good, the bad, and the ugly, and, and shit like that. You know what I mean? That's yeah. when you told me that this, uh, that, that, whatever, the Big Lebowski is technically a Western, was that what you said? Yeah. Okay, yes. That... Through me, mm-hmm. so that's why I started watching more movies. That's mm-hmm. why I went and watched. Because when you see like yeah, like modern, modern movies that are of old genres, when genres were becoming a thing, like film noir and and like and westerns and you know sci-fi mm-hmm. and like all like Drive. I if you go on my letterbox and I put Drive, it has five stars. It's one of the few movies I have a five star for. But in my in my review, it said I was like this movie is a masterpiece. It's the, I said it's the last real noir film because of the the storytelling and how it's presented and how the main character mm-hmm. like carries himself. But like noir films, even when people think about like noir films, like people are like, oh, it takes place in L.A. and it has you know, there's all these like traits to it, which I think is funny because Blade Runner 
is a noir film. You know, when you when you watch it and you think about it in that lens, it really is like a noir, like crime mm-hmm. noir. Mm-hmm. And so when you watch Blade Runner, I love how Vangelis with his score. I listened to the the Blade Runner score by Vangelis so many fucking times. It is so about good. Blade Runner 2049, correct? The, the first one. Oh, okay, yeah, because yeah. I do love that score. The The original score is when, so I, when good. I, when I watched that movie, let me... T- is that a fly? Yeah, but did you see that happen? Did it land on your face? No, I clapped my hand in ash when every fucking Oh, because you got this shit in <laughs> yeah, your hand. Yeah, I, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? But uh, what was I... Oh, Blade Runner score? I watched Blade the first Runner, one. and I was like, okay... I legitimately see why this was ahead of its time. People kept saying that they were like it was is ahead of its time from back it's then. It's super like I. But the graphics, first of all, the way my first thing how they loved, even made that movie is in, like it's a miracle that yes. they that that movie was even but made. But that that as an audiophile, that those synthesizers, it's crazy. I said he made those. They're, that's not a like a pack. That no, you, that you download. Back then you had to, you it's had like, to turn you, some knobs. Yeah, and you had to be in there in. like like manually doing everything. And that was when synths synths really started taking off, mm-hmm. like the Moogs and because that was eighty two when Blade Runner came yeah, out. Yeah, Moog. Sorry, oh, I say Moog. <laughs> Tell me, people, if you know. When like the very I say I know this term like pulse. Mm-hmm. Like since like like wah, wah, like wah, that shit is wah. crazy in Blade Runner. And so like anyways, that's I, why Mike Dean does that mm-hmm. so well because he's a child of like synthesizers from back then mm-hmm. and Dead Mouse and uh, even Kanye. Like he's a child of that like house music from back then was made with those yeah. types of synths. So hearing that and that we're talking about late nineties, early two thousands where we know about it. So mm-hmm. this guy who is his name Evangelist 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 yeah. I thought of that. I said something like that's a video game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, those sounds, I was like, and it is mixed to perfection. It's in, like, I can't even wrap my of head around it. Of course, it's like it. 80, so it's like when they speak, it's low, and then when the music comes on, or like yeah. explosions. It's happen. like the original overscore. Yes, like, it's for like, sure. Jesus Christ, this shit is loud. <laughs> but uh, That's like t- watching Tenet. But it's the way it looks. Is that shot on film? Blade Runner? Yeah. Oh. It's actually anamorphic. Fun fact. Thank you for bringing up Tenet. What? Amanda well, wait, Tenet? Tenet. Yeah. Wait, we finally You were talking about it. Tenet being shot on film? No, no, no. Blade Runner? Oh, with Blade Runner, is that yeah, shot on film? that's shot on film. We had, in, in anamorphic lens, by the way. <sighs> I noticed that on my previous watch. Blade Runner, the original, is really fucking good. I gave it. I gave that a five stars, it's too. It's really fucking good. On Letterboxd. That's one of the few movies where I went back. I'm like, there's very few movies from, like... Well, let me not say that. That's actually I should have seen that movie because I love action movies from the eighties. Yeah, I just never saw that movie. People think I mean when it came out, I've no, always known the no, I've no, always known the cover art to it. No one liked it when it came out. Oh, okay. Because I've always because people say it's boring. Very like, I've, I know that I've heard people like I've heard people say, "Oh yeah, I watched Blade Runner and thought it was boring." It is, which boring. it is boring. It's a it's boring very ass movie. Boring. But like, because I thought it was boring the first time I watched it. Jesus Christ! I barely fell asleep the first time. <laughs> but I watched I've also it. seen that movie like seven times. 
The first time I watched it, I was like, damn, this shit is droning on. But I was so engaged in everything else about the movie. Mm-hmm. That's I was like, the storyline is like pretty simple. It's like it's cut. Yeah, dry. that's why I said it's like noir. Yeah. And so that but that's why I brought up Vangelis, how like he brought in like the saxophone for it. Mm-hmm. Because that's such a the wheel, with the wheel. <laughs> it's a, like fucking sun, always sunny. It's such a like a apparently which is funny because of like I because I was literally thinking about this on my last watch of Blade Runner where it's like oh it's a noir film and they use like the saxophone because that's like a, a staple to to noir films and when I was trying to be like 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 when they use like in my head I was saying this I was like they use saxophone in and you can't think of any movies it's like a what's that the Mandela effect yes it's like oh yeah they use saxophone in and then I couldn't think of any movies where they it's a noir film and they use a saxophone and it's like a crime. And there's like no... I think of every... I can't think of the names of them, but I can see the movie. Yeah. Now don't you, and that's why we were talking about genres. I'm glad you told me that because now I know, one, that I do kind of like those types of movies simply because they were so cheesy from black And they're then. so simple and, like, easy yes, to watch. See, it, you, I, that was a, like, it's on at midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm yeah. going to sit here and watch this. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you're like, oh, shit, I kind of like this movie. But it also it get- shows, like, the genre shows that, like, people like, um, who plays Mac? I can't think of his name right now. Rob McElhaney? Rob, Rob McElhaney. McElhaney. That's yes. how you pronounce it? Yes. Uh, dude, I was... <laughs> I was saying McElhaney. Yes, I was. And that's what... Uh, I only just want to know that... How do you pronounce it again? Da- McElhaney. McElhaney. Because uh, he was on... He was on Dak Shepard's podcast one time. Oh, really? And he was saying... Is he super dope? He seems, like, really dope. Like, I feel like he's a really good writer. He's a... Who? Mac- Rob McElhaney. I didn't listen McElhaney. to... McElhaney. I didn't listen to the episode... He wrote into Dak Shepard because he kept saying I was on the last episode with Rob McElhaney. And he kept saying his uh, McElhaney or whatever yeah. we were saying. And he was like, it's actually McElhaney. Uh, okay. It's McElhaney. It's a then, crazy last name. And then I think he said that actually changes when you go from Ireland to Scotland. Mackle is very Irish. Yes, and I think when you go to Scotland, Be- it's Mick. Because my last name is, Mick our George. last name is McGeorge, and our ancestor ancestry is from Scotland. Yes, and that's the they dropped the A because mm-hmm. they didn't like the fuck. Like when you when you see Conor McGregor, mm-hmm. it's Mick Gregor, but they say McGregor. Yeah, but, it's the difference between the like they mm-hmm. just like Prescott, like how they call Prescott. it Prescott. Yeah, it's literally just like. Little like literally historical little beast is just like fuck y'all <laughs> <laughs> for four hundred years. Fuck y'all, <laughs> dude. I saw that. Just side note on Prescott, uh, there was this uh, fucking TikTok I saw on Instagram where it was like um, this black dude making fun of Prescott, where it's like meeting my girlfriend's parents in Prescott, and he's like, "Oh, hey, nice to meet you." And then the parents just call him an N-word. For no- <laughs> That shit is hilarious to me. Because I was like, yeah, yeah, probably. Let me say this. I don't know if anybody knew, but Rob is black, if you ain't know. Oh, yeah. And I've been to Prescott, 
I am not welcome there. Yeah. It's I, one of those... People are like, you're just making that up. When we went nah. to breakfast with Jimbo, and the lady started... She started at my end of the table, because I was sitting at the head of the table. Yeah. She started with Amanda and then went all, all the, the way, way around the table and back to me. Now, I'm sure there's some waitress or something that's going to be like, that's pretty normal. I'm like, let me tell y'all, <laughs> this was on purpose. Just yeah, the way we were sitting, it made sense. Because the kids were on this side. Oh, there were no kids. They it, looked, it looked like a gradient. Like, it went from all white people to, like, to me, or to Amanda, to me, to the kids, and then the Rob was at the end. So it went from lightest to darkest. Yes, and she started from the <laughs> lightest people she was and like, went around. Yeah, and I'm one of those people where, like, if I'm the only brown person in the room, I notice it. You notice it. Like, I'm Both like that with... being black. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, I forgot where I was, but it was me and my mom. And we were somewhere, I was like, hey, mom. We were in Scottsdale yeah, at that one antique. Yeah. We were at an antique store. Because we were going antiquing throughout all of the city. Like, we, it was our day off, whatever. And then me and my mom, we walked into this place in Scottsdale that was mm-hmm. like an antique store. And I was mm-hmm. like, Mom, we're the only brown people in here. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, we are. And yeah. I was... <laughs> Your mom is so from, like... And I, another side note. I have never been to Scottsdale... Old Town? Mm, no, I haven't been there. I haven't been to the one, the mall that's right there. By Fashion it. Square. Yes, I've definitely never been in there. Yeah, you... Never. I refuse to go because I'm so scared. Oh, you're fucking right, dude. That's crazy. I am terrified. I've lived here for almost four years now. Because we went to... I was thinking about us going to the mall. We went to Arrowhead. I've never been to Scottsdale Quarter or Scottsdale or Fashion Square. That's crazy. I, re- I just know that... It's not that I'm not welcome there. But let you me just not say I've never been to the quarter. I go to I've been to lunch there, but that's how I knew I wouldn't be welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I knew I wouldn't be welcome at Fashion Square because it's not like a the West Coast. For anybody listening, if you know any difference, the West Coast is not what are you doing here inward. It's just kind of like inward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's not what are you doing here. Like we're not saying you can't be here. It's just like hey. Hey, come on, guys. Uh, <laughs> no, no, the tears here. That's like when we were going to go to dinner and we were driving through there and we were like, let's go to Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we going? We were going to go for like, um, I don't know what it was. We were going to go out to dinner for something. We were going to go to like some sushi place over there. There were no, there were no indicas. No. This is this is about to be some gas. Though. I yeah. think you got me Guadalupe last time. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Side note: We're talking yeah, about we're talking, blunts yeah. right now. <laughs> uh, Chili's. You went Chili's, to Chili's. Yeah, we went to. Was it an anniversary. Yeah, we were trying to go For your somewhere. Birthday? It was your birthday. It was my birthday, and there was what restaurant was that? We were gonna go to some cheesecake. Place. Some who? So sushi place. Oh yeah. And I pulled in. We were like, nope, going to Chili's. <laughs> we walked into a place one time, Black Bear Diner. Diner. It's in Tempe. You would think you, you know. <laughs> you, would, you know? Thank you. You hear it and you think to yourself, you're like, why would you walk in there? I said that to myself after I left. I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? We walked in there and we were like, I got too comfortable. No. I got I moved to Arizona. I was like, I'm getting too comfortable now. I'm, like, I'm walking a lot of places. Like, know your role. Yeah. <laughs> I walked in. I told my mom, I was like, I walked in. You know those movies where it's like you hear like pork stuff, they're like cling. That's how it was when we walked in. It was like cling. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's how I feel. There was this one place I drove by. We're going on a real tangent, right? <laughs> right. But uh, this is the last thing we'll say. But I walked into one this cafe. I didn't even walk in. I drove by it. It felt like I walked in though. I felt like I was intruding. But uh, <laughs> I drove by it. I forgot what it was called. And uh, I saw nothing but white people walking in. There was like a group of like four people. Mm -hmm. And I looked through the window and it's, it looks like there's no lights on. <laughs> but I see people sitting down and eating and I'm like, I don't belong there. You know, and then drove by. I know. You know exactly what that means. Like it is just, I, I don't want to be just, there. I'm, I'm not trying to like. I'm not saying they think that about yeah, us. Yeah, I'm just saying it's just the vibe it's that I weird, see. It's weird, man. It's just You just weird. get that feeling. And I hate to be that person who, oh, racism is still here or whatever. Yeah. whatever. But. I I felt that. There's at least 30% of the people. There's an all-white room. There's 30% of people in that room who are like, why the fuck is he here right or now? Or there's those white people who are like, like they get, it like triggers the racism when they're around mostly white people. Mm -hmm. They're like, they're not racist around black people, but like when they're surrounded by happens, white people, like they're like, oh, okay, I don't like black people. Like yeah, kind of thing. That happens a lot too. That happens They're like, the if time. I say I don't like black people, I have people to back me you up. Get, those people, you get them drunk. And oh. then you're a brown or black person and you get comfortable They're like, with so, them. like, I like burritos, too. Yeah. Like, like, hey, man, I'm not saying you grew up in the hood, but I just want to know. They're like, do you like, like, Spanish music? Can you yeah. make me a playlist? Yeah, of, I'm like... like um, so like, what kind of music do you listen to? Like hip hop, or and, like, and then you, I say like, oh, I listen to like this, this, and this. I really like like electronic music mm -hmm. or this kind of, and then like, and then the worst question: What kind of music did you grow up listening the, to? Oh boy, you just called it. And I'm you like, gaslit me. You gaslit me, white man. You gaslit me. You got me, motherfucker. And I'm like, um, rock music? Like, yeah. my dad listened to a lot yeah. of... And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, and they were like, where'd you grow up listening to? I was like, gospel and jazz? They're like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, I didn't listen to hip-hop until I was like 17 years old. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, just shit like that. Um, but, okay, so... <laughs> Blade Runner. I want you to explain to us... Tenet. Tenet? Tenet. Okay. I understood Let's do this. as I'm a ready. time nerd, I understood. Okay, on your first watch. Or you've no. only seen it once, right? Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's one of me and Amanda said this is definitely one of those you gotta watch it more than once movies. Were you fucked up though? Like, whole shit. Like, with the first time you seen it? Or were you following it? We were. We kept saying what to each other. We were like looking at each other and being like, what is the fuck is going on? We had no. We. <laughs> it was worse because of, of like the volume. Does yeah, the mixing? I that's why you laughed terrible. when I because you said like, the overscore and then it like comes up and then they're like like whispering like, and like the the third time like there it took me a few because I saw it in theaters and the mixing in that was not so good mm -mm. and then I watched it on my TV when it came out like on Amazon I bought it awful and then I was like okay I bought that and then like my third time watching it that's when I was like oh this movie's great yeah. because you realize the parts that are like whispering or saying really quietly are like super important plot super points super important Amanda was like I she was like next time we watch it because I don't like watching stuff I hate subtitles I don't like subtitles unless I have to especially on like any like quippy moment where it's like that was gonna make it like a cool moment. Yeah, but for you some reason with like foreign movies, I don't mind it. Well, because you have to. Yeah, but it's like 
I really like enjoying the cinematography, but for some reason I like ignore the subtitles watching a foreign movie. But like I don't like watching English, like American movies with subtitles. Hate it. Like the because that means I have to watch. You know it. who does that? Hmm. Your brother. Yeah, he does it all. I want to. You know why? Murder him because he has PTSD. And so he fucking just watches TV on fucking basically silent and he reads everything. And I was like, dude, why is the TV so fucking quiet? Because you're a parent. And he was like, because, remember, you know, dad would work during nights and he would be there during the day. So he was like, I always had to keep the TV quiet. That's because you were supposed to be asleep. Yeah. So he would, that's basically why he, and he still, he was like, say we like just watch TV like late at night. He was like, fuck, is this too loud? I'm like, no, bro, we're yeah, good. Especially if you're high. Yeah, it's yeah. The worst. I also think it's a younger, a but you know, youngest what? sibling thing because I think the youngest sibling don't give a fuck. Yeah, oh, yeah. it definitely like, is. Fucking opening the closing the microwave like, and that kind of is it's cool though because it made your parents. Because when we first moved here, <laughs> yeah. Amanda made me think that your dad was like the lightest sleeper on the planet. She was like, he wakes up at anything. That one night when I went out to smoke and came back in and Chica sounded like she was going to rip my throat out. I remember that. I she rem- was I... snarling at me. Yeah, it was bad. She, but <laughs> I think it's because she just, I don't know what it was. She was like, oh. it, was a, it was a black dude. No, it was uh, because I came from Chris's house. That's what oh, it was. Oh, they I have did. Davis And there. I had Davis. And Anna. So when I, and yeah. it was dark. So when I walked in, she probably smelled me before she saw me. Yeah. I should have just walked in and been like, on us, Chica is me. Because the next time she did that, I was like, hey, quiet. <laughs> and I put my hand up to the thing and she was like, all right, cool. And like sat down. <laughs> but your dad didn't wake up until like I walked back outside. <laughs> And then came back in, she snarled again, and he was like, what the fuck? And then went back to sleep. Oh, I remember you telling me yeah. that. You told me that, like, the day after that happened. He was where like, he was just like, what the fuck? And yeah. then fucking didn't do like, anything I about said, it. And I said to him, he came up, it was like 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I said, I just walked in the door, and he was like, oh. And then went back to sleep. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was like, why the fuck is she snarled? She was doing her job. She was like, I mean, yeah. what the fuck? Because that's what I like about, you know, my dogs is that, like, they don't give a fuck about shit unless there's like a real emergency. Yeah. <laughs> they literally are the they don't give they don't a give fuck, fuck about anything. They'll be like, uh, it's almost like they know. It's like nothing's gonna happen. But they will <laughs> get down when it's time to get down. Yeah, like when like they have a whole fucking That's not, routine. We can't go. Yeah. I, we okay, can go okay, 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 okay. So back to tenant. Yeah, it was I think that was like the the part that sucked watching it without the subtitles because it got really quiet and they're like Making this whole fucking elaborate plan, and you got to turn like, that shit what all the. What is f- happening right now? I'm like, they just. It's like they were speaking another language, and then what the what's his name? The Russian dude. No. Angle. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Because of his accent. He had a fucking accent, and then he wanted to. He's the one that made the plan. Yeah. Like, Why are you talking? And you have an accent, and it's fucking extra low. Yeah, and then when he and he breaks down the the grandfather uh, yeah, complex. Yeah, and, and let me tell you, the grandfather complex. Actually, let me just say this because I am that person who Wikipedia stuff to like. When I'm on the toilet, I will just Wikipedia. I'll think of a word. And oh, dude, like, allegory of the cave. When yeah. I found out about that shit, I'm like. I'm going to fucking, I'm just going to like read this. I'm going to click through these links on Wikipedia. So I already knew about the grandfather paradox. Yeah. A paradox. I said complex. Yeah. yeah. I already knew about that because I was like, yeah, that kind of just, when you think about time, that makes sense. Like, yeah, if you go, like, if I, go, there is no answer to I, it. How do I kill my grandfather if I'm here now? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But 
you know who I what I started to get lost with is when they kept like switching from who was going in reverse yeah. and who was going forward. Especially the Russian dude. Anglo Russian, yep. <laughs> he was a what? Anglo Russian. Basically he's a white Russian. Oh, they have you have to say that now? That's the thing. <laughs> was that my thirty year old moment? <laughs> <laughs> was that my thirty one year old showing? I do like that though. Anglo Russian, yeah. Anglo Russian is definitely different from like Kyrgy Russians. Was that black Russians? No, they're <laughs> they're Asian Russians. Russians. <laughs> Russians. I looked that up too. There's only like 0.7 percent of Russia that's black, so they hate black people. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, I looked that up. They're all in Moscow too. There's that's Asians cool. in Mexico. That's cool. And black that's... people. My boy Marlo said, or uh, Miguel told me that he was in an ESL class with a black dude. Mm-hmm. He was like, he was blacker than you. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. He spoke full Spanish. He was like. Hey, what's up, fool? Yeah, <laughs> he probably does talk like that now. Like, he was like, he had a real not to, okay. Never okay, mind. Uh, the the Russian dude Russian really dude. gave me a fucking like hard time because I I knew he was very important to the story yeah. of why the stuff was going back and forth. Yeah, super. And like the what did they call it? The inverted items. Yeah, like how stuff would like some the stuff algorithm. would like yeah. work backwards in our time, and I was just like, and then. For people moving it, like the chick when she was doing it with the bullet thing. Yeah. You and have it, to imagine it. Yeah. That you you have to imagine you've already done it. Yeah. Which to me, I was like, that's simple enough. Like, just think about me doing it and it'll do it. But it's like, no, not think about you doing it. You have to think you are. Yeah, you you've have to think done about it. the outcome. Yeah. So you have to think about the outcome. Because there is no cause. You have to no. think about only the effect. You have to think to yourself, this bullet will be in my hand. So that and means in just... that inverted world, that was this movie was a giant like physics mind. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's why this and was, then, this and was then, time. And they then, kept saying, and when it gets too complicated, the lady was like, "Don't try to understand it." Feel. And they did it perfectly <laughs> because it made you under. I like how they scientifically. I love movies that are. At least close to scientifically and, like, accurate. Christopher Nolan is the he best. Did his, he talked to a physicist and he asked these questions and he asked them. There's because that was he, he was delving into like astrophysics. Now, now mm. you're delving into stuff where like, people we won't. Uh, that's going to be the like in movies where they'll be like, oh, we do fucking uh, algorithms in seventh grade. Like mm-hmm. that's going to be them in the future. Like. Our children will be learning physics. Yeah. Like that. Like astrophysics will be a high There's going to be course. like calculus in like yeah. fifth grade and yes. shit. Yes. That's what they're trying. Zoe, they're all, they do that now. They're trying to like push it back. Because math is the only universal language that exists. Mm-hmm. People, I want people to like, they're like, that's why space is a what, uh, big, uh, what's, that, what's the word I'm looking for? It brings people together. It's a great like. Yes, it's a great unifier because they all speak in numbers. Mm-hmm. China, it's something. Russia, it's universal. Like. You, we have to work together to get up there, mm-hmm. and our numbers all have to be right. So I don't think we've been in the moon. So, uh, ten- <laughs> <laughs> so tenant. <laughs> So Tenet, it was a good movie. It is. 
but I really did like. I didn't understand the chick. That there was some unnecessarily storylines going on. Yeah, and I honestly didn't see like I get. I don't know if there was supposed to be like some sort of like underlying like love interest. I was like, they would never be together. Like, <laughs> never. <laughs> I was like, she's like three feet taller. <laughs> she's European with no butt. And he's a black CIA agent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is weird. Like, it was, that was awkward. But. Her and the old guy and the Russian dude. Yeah. Didn't see them together. But I didn't. Un- so this is what I don't understand. You know that little thing they walked through? And that was supposed to be them the turn, going to. Turnstile, the, yeah. Yeah, that's what that was called. The turnstile, yeah. The turnstile. I didn't. I don't fucking understand if they're. If everything is in reverse... On the other side. On the other side... Keep going. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, like, what I'm asking. Like, how can... How... When, when they were in that fucking room with the two-sided... with The, the red fucking, room and the blue room. Yes. I don't find that part of the movie. Every time they went in that room, I was like... What's happening? Oh, when he like shot the he shot the he glass. shot the inverted and round. He, yeah, and he was like he was asking him the questions, but he was already answering. Because and she was okay, like, okay, How? yeah, okay, and okay. I was like, what's okay. happening? Okay. <laughs> like I don't understand. The last time I watched Tenet, um, okay, hold on. So with that conversation they were having, mm-hmm. when you watch it for the first time, you the conversation is just going forward, but then you realize. The conversation they had works both forward and backward, like what they say, like one after another, like in dialogue. If you were to read that dialogue, you know, in reverse, it's a completely different conversation. So what he hears, the Russian guy in the blue room, is different from what John did, the protagonist hears in the the red room. So the information he was giving out was in reverse so he thought he was saying something else. So that's why he, he the Anglo-Russian, shot the girl. You know what I mean? Is this making sense? Oh, so when he was saying, give me the information. Yeah, the algorithm, the little thing. Yeah. And the, the orange box is yeah. what he wanted. And he was like, I left it in the, the, glo- the, the car or like on the side of the road when he threw it out the window. And so, he, so when he shoots the inverter around in the girl, he has to go... <laughs> in reverse to go save her and get the algorithm and then when he comes back uh he has to get like a missing part so that's where they go back to the airport and uh pre- that's the part that that throws me off too how did they switch back around when he was in the airport they was they were in there's a turnstile they- at the airport there is okay. because that's what happened the first time you see the airport this movie is insane. The way we're talking about this movie is so fucking... I feel like we're talking about the same part, but it's really three different There's parts. The, it's the same part happened like four times. Yes. So, <laughs> the, they, yeah, literally. Like, you, so they go to the airport to save the girl, right? I'm lost but already. But he was like, how, do, how are they saving her? I think that was his question. Like, how does that save her, essentially? Because they're going in reverse to, like, basically reverse the shot. You know what I mean? So when he brings her through the turnstile, now she's healing? Yeah. So it's like... 
But she's in there still already. Just because you brought her to the red side don't mean that her that she's not there. She's there. But this is young. You're bringing the future her to the past. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I know what you're saying. That's what I was thinking. What you just said right now, I was like trying to like process. Yes. Okay. I want to end this conversation. <laughs> this is this is hurting my head so much. The is like, what is going on? Because she had to have been in the inverted part in the airport. Yeah, because right? they brought her back. Yeah, so that was her from the, the future. That's her from the future when she got shot. So when they brought her back, her the actual her she had, she was there because she was on the boat. Remember, she showed up to the boat. Which one? Oh, fuck. You're right. There's two boats. The yacht. <laughs> There's the yacht. There's the, the yacht. yacht. Okay. She showed up to the boat. Yeah. She was she... on the fucking... Because the lady diving, yes. that was her in yes. the beginning. And then you find out why she's diving. is because... Yes. Fuck. It's a lot, man. I got to go watch it again. I was like, I missed that last time. Yeah. Fuck, dude. The algorithm. Now, so now the I don't. Algorithm, know, now I don't understand the movie anymore. So I thought I, I thought I knew the movie. I thought I had to figure it out. Now I don't know. So the algorithm isn't some force of nature. It's an actual. It's an object, object, which is genius, I think. Like it's literally a machine. From thirty years in the future, they said. I think so. Yeah, because I told her I was like. I saw a review. I saw a review. <laughs> I saw a review on Tenet. I saw a review on Tenet where it said uh, this movie is basically about two homies who don't know their homies yet. <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah, yeah. basically. like That's one of the greatest, <laughs> like, and then I think that's also my thing with time movies. And, I, and I'm trying not to sound like, co- not cocky, but like I know it all kind of. Yeah, but it's like time movies, there's certain spins that have to happen. Mm-hmm. Because you are a part of the story, I think that's the best part about time movies. You had to have known somebody in this storyline already to even know that this was happening. Yeah. So you had to have known and, somebody connected. And that's to why this. they do with Robert Pattinson's, Robert Pattinson's character Neil, how he did know the whole time, mm-hmm. but he had to hide it mm-hmm. because you know it's you like can't mess. I can't mess with. You know, the natural flow of yeah. everything. Because that's our rule. Then you, like, compromise it. I mean, yeah, that's, that's like... That's why the, Doctor Strange 2 is going to be great. Yeah, that's why, like, the time travel rule is, like... A thing. That's, like, a universal rule where it's, like, you can't fuck with... That's actually, like, even still in the actual scientific community, there's, like, rules that they abide by, but they're, like, we're not going to even, like, delve down that's this, true. this road because... Like, there's, like, rules in science where it's, like, we can't fuck with... Uh, you can't fuck with immortality. Mm-hmm. You can't. There's like certain shit you just can't do. Because they basically say like they don't like to use the word like don't play God. Yeah, they don't yeah. like to use that word. But basically like don't mess with the natural order of things. And time is now. There's also not to get on a little weird tangent, but you know how they do that testing in CERN with particle accelerators. There's minor theories that we could have been blown up a couple of times and we would have never known it because this is an alternate reality. You would have blinked that's and not, you're dead. Let's not talk about that. You blinked <laughs> and you were dead. And well, now, where, where are we at right now? Yeah, I don't, I'm not trying to go down a right. time, tra- oh, yeah. time travel rabbit we hole right now. Oh, we had an hour. Yeah, 
hour and a half. Let's go. Let's keep going. Let's go to like 40. All right. But, uh. We were just watching T-Wolf earlier about immortality. And, you know, and there's science. And there's. And also in that book that I always reference, Secret History of the World. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, just because there's scientific rules, there's always going to be somebody who tries to break them, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why I like those movies where there are people, like, that algorithm thing should have never existed. Whoever built that, mm-hmm. they ruined the world. Like, Yeah, that's literally the movie. Yeah. It's like, it's showing, like, I'm stopping something. They're trying to stop the end of the world, basically. Because mm-hmm. they're, like, because there's people in that... They said the yeah the people the people who made this weapon the reason why they don't understand the weapon is because it hasn't been invented yet technically Mm -hmm. like this shit that the algorithm that they are holding is from the literally from the future so that's why they don't understand it it's genius how they uh, made it a physical object yes but and that's why an algorithm is a very complex mathematical equation with like. Almost infinite variables, mm-hmm. and what also makes it difficult, what makes an algorithm difficult, is how do you quantify happiness? What's the number for happiness? How do That's you crazy. gauge somebody's like engagement like, yeah, like, with like like the same thing with like stress? What is your level of stress? How do we measure? It's like that? how do we know? How do we with me- an emo- Like how do you measure an emotion? There's so many. So you can measure heart rate. Mm-hmm. You can measure serotonin yeah. levels. You can measure all, but you can't gauge how I feel toward Nate. Mm-hmm. There's no number. There's no, yeah. There's no well, frequency. You can say oh when. Yeah, that's when they'd be like, that's why I've always had that question on their scale of 1 to 10. How much does it hurt? My 10 is different than your 10. Yeah. So it's like they, that's like, we say like, on a scale of 1 to 10, it hurts like an 8. But it might not hurt that bad. Like like you said, like an 8. Like my 8 is different than your Mm 8. So it's like they'll give you this much like prescription. And that's why I tell people, I do love movies like Tenet. Because it is a perfect exploration into things that are you can even use that nowadays like mm-hmm. when technology is literally like the perfect split of progression or regression mm-hmm. i don't know how else to explain it is like it can literally take your entire technology can take our civilization think about it. people don't think that like fire is technology fire is technology because Humans, ha- somebody yeah. had to figure out how to rub something together to make some type of energy that essentially has made it to where we are, where we are now. Fire is why we yeah. are here right now. It's like... That's crazy. It's like about. the 2001 Space Odyssey. Exactly. They found that cube and then that yeah. inspired them. That, in- that inspired them. And it literally... How do you measure inspiration? It's That's just, what an algorithm. So the algorithm that that when they keep saying the algorithm is like this isn't a, a object that has essentially figured out how to be God. That's basically an item. Yeah, that's basically why they don't understand. That's it. why they don't under. You're trying to understand God. Mm-hmm. You're understanding time is something that at the, in the, so if that movie was shot in our time and there's thirty years. We understand time is linear. That mm-hmm. means they figured out that time isn't linear. Mm-hmm. That and, is, then, and then and then not is, only like how to 
manipulate. Yeah, how to manipulate. Not only did you figure out that it's not linear, you figured out how to harness and it how without to, killing and yourself. How, and how to not receive it in a linear way. How to, and it is just like, that movie does start to open up. So like you now, that's why I tell people back to my original point of like, when I was when I got locked up in the nut house that time, and I remember, I was in school at GCU, and then I I, I like to do stuff in like sets of three where I'm like, okay, this is going to be a real thing. Yeah. Genetic medicine is something that I've been reading about where they're going to start like taking your blood and medicine in the future. We're let's say we're both B positive. Mm-hmm. Humans are like snowflakes. None of us are the same. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get in the future how we were saying measuring your pain level. I can take your blood and somehow through some way I can figure out you need exactly this much Percocet. You need exactly this much. But you have to get the data first. So Mm -hmm. you're talking about you have to get algorithms. You have to get the variables. You can go from here to the worst or you can go to here. Which will take decades. We're talking about decades. That like literally like that movie from 2020 to 2050. It there, and that's not that's why I was like that'll never happen. We won't figure out time travel. It'll be like 22200 before we figure out. Yeah, time it'll travel. be a minute. We'll, we'll figure out how to like get robots that can have babies before we figure out a fuckable robot that can have babies. We'll figure mm-hmm. that out before we figure out. That's where like else. that's what Blade Runner 2049 is about. Exactly. Like <laughs> yeah. that's what Blade. Those are more realistic. Like yeah, the world gets way into like dumb shit. You don't yeah. use science to help each other. Mm-hmm. You're like. Let's build pocket pussies. That's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Because Blade Runner 20... The, I mean, I should say, just the original Blade Runner, it's about uh, Tyrell Corporation mm-hmm. making robots to be slaves. Mm-hmm. And then there's the, a different strain of robots or species. Mm-hmm. Um, Nexus 6, where they are too smart. They're sentient. And so they... They turn on like them that. and yeah. so they go to earth they don't even turn on them they just oh yeah they do turn them on the moon but then but they come back earth, to earth they're yeah. like just leave them alone well, that was like that one show that we started watching and we were like this is way too weird where it was like actual like AI oh yeah it was an HBO show it's it, honestly when we watched it I was like just some shit also another one like, Ex Machina is yes, another one yes another one so I do love those movies that delve into that explore that not even just man's relationship with technology, like man, it's almost like you know the story from the Tower of Babel in the Bible, where it's like these it was these people. The story of the Tower of Babel is supposed to be about how why we all speak a different language. Yeah. It was at one point everybody spoke the same language. There was a what however many people, this city or whatever, yeah. and they were very advanced. And they said to themselves, I'm going to build something to try to reach God. So they were essentially were trying to build like something that they could climb up yeah. to reach God. And the story goes that God said, how dare you try to reach me? I'm unlike, don't, I'm God, like, respect yeah. me. Yeah. So he strikes the tower down and when it falls, it something happens and makes these people separate and they all speak a different language now. And now, no, it was God cursed them. He shot the tower. He shot the tower down, the Tower of Babel, and yeah. then he cursed everybody in the area to speak a different language. So when they turned to each other to say like, "What just happened?" 
they didn't understand each other. Of course, I, if, if you believe in the Bible, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, okay. But it's an allegory. <laughs> I was going to say that's a cool story. Yeah, but it's an <laughs> allegory into the beginning of for all the religious people out yeah, there. It's, like, a, it's, a, it's an allegory into the beginning of the breakdown of communication between man. Yeah, that's what it's about. How when we come together, how we were all together, we could do stuff that almost reaches the height mm-hmm. of God. If I didn't know the like origin of different languages how i would picture it is just like someone would be like hey stay the fuck out of my business yeah. and so they just like make up a new language like, yeah, but that's what you're like a kid you're like let's make up our own secret language that's what you think it I is did that in like seventh grade. yeah who did it you like black like, like you trying to talk no, on the phone and with they're your like, friend. Coded, like coded notes like we all had like the fucking code you had the key we like, you had to decode it did yeah. you know leonardo da vinci wrote in re- reverse that is so cool I don't know how I know that, but he wrote... He's a genius. He wrote, like, backwards. You know there's people and that... There's and so you would have to... Sorry. You have to get a mirror to and, read and put it. it against the book and go like that to read it normally. All those people from back then, that's why I also He's like... He's probably fucking high. I also like those movies <laughs> or those movies like that because that kind of shows... That's kind of, like, reminiscent. Like, everybody back in, like, the 1700s, 1800s, they believed in science, but they were still, like, very into God. Mm-hmm. Like, they believed that they were one and the same. Like, occultists especially, like, they really believe, like, mm-hmm. you can understand, if you understand science, you begin to understand God. Yeah. And that was their, like... For sure. So I that's that. why I like Tenet, because it's kind of reminiscent of, like, philosophers back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's from some, some, some scientists now... And comedians, I say comedians also. Scientists yeah. and comedians to me are the current day philosophers. For sure, I I definitely feel that on the comedian level. Yeah, like for sure. I mean, Lil Duval, yes, yes. and like uh, Andrew Bo, Shaw, Bo Burnham, and Bo Burnham, uh, Bill Burr. Bill Burr for sure is like just the perspective level of like yeah. and the shit they're able to get out on like a serious level yes and a lot of people a lot of people like they just use comedy as a vehicle yeah cause now I look at Dave people are like is Dave Chappelle even a comedian anymore he's not and but somebody uh, Andrew Salt said he's been doing comedy since he was 14 years old the dude is 50 now yeah and he has one of the most successful if not the most successful sketch show to ever exist mm-hmm. like quote that till this day people quote yeah. he was like i think he's earned the right to just yeah. sit and speak for sure like, like just to talk like about don't like if dave Chappelle were to come like on tour to phoenix i'm going. going i want to hear what he's talking for about. sure but he's not a comedian anymore no more like he's for an sure orator like he's like one of the wisest people in the world he's an orator so there and he's also a g because he just be smoking cigarettes and you know mm-hmm. it's illegal they were like that. It was like that dude just being in a building, like smoking. Like, on, uh, yeah, like on a net, on his Netflix special, yeah. he was just smoking cigs. Like, like, what, like, what are they gonna do? Kick me out? <laughs> like, like they want me here. Like, he recognizes his fucking stature. We were at the resort over the weekend. Um, Dad was smoking cigarettes, like by like from like kind of like towards the gate. Yeah. And like he was just doing it, like just randomly. I, he got closer, like just got too comfortable to like the seating area. Yeah. And the lady came and was like, "Hey, you gotta do that." And he just continued to smoke it on his way out. I saw some other, like, I saw, like, a group of, like, black people. They were just smoking a backwood. Like, I'm like, yo. Just out in the open? Out there. I mean, they weren't out in the open. They were more, like, that same area. But, like, I saw that. I was like, hey. I mean, it is legal, but. It was like, there's kids around here. Yeah, man. 
I am the uh, I don't smoke it in front of my children, but I do let them see it because I mm-hmm. don't want them to think it's like a bad thing. Yeah, because it's like it's not. It's just not like it's legal now. But yeah, uh, Dave Chappelle for sure is like a f- for sure philosopher yeah. now, and uh, I was I always th- I always thought the same thing of Lil Duval. Mm-hmm. Like he's so like just I don't know. He just has that everything he says is like wow. It really is like that. Even if it's funny, it's super simple. But it's just very just like wow kind of thing. And he's like the ultimate like energy like that you need of like i should just live life like that kind of mm-hmm. thing so i think we're i think we should end it right there that was mm-hmm. a fucking we need a great episode the episode needs to be the title needs to be something like about ai or like time or some Definitely shit about or time. no we're gonna make the title in reverse we're gonna make it spelled backwards great. that's great we'll come up with something i mean the people listening will already know yeah. by the time or they're gonna see because we're saying this at the end but at the beginning they'll be like what the fuck is the title yeah. about but anyways. Yes. Thank you, guys. All right. Peace out. Rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on Instagram. We're still waiting on that letterbox sponsorship. Yeah. We're gonna, I'm going to say, say it, it every, every episode, episode. I'm waiting on it. I'm manifesting. I don't care if you motherfuckers send us $50. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll do this shit for free. As Actually, long as... Actually, not even... Yeah, I'll do it for free. Send us some merch. If you just, like... I'll fucking promote the fuck out of Letterbox. Send us some merch. Give us some fucking, like, premium account or some shit. Send, invite us to the cool events. I'll do any, like... I'm vaccinated. Whoever, whoever, I'm vaccinated now. We vax, baby. I could do fucking anything. But anyways, peace out. I'll see you guys uh, next next week. Later. Peace.